Okay, we're casting the role for the main elf from the new Lord of the Rings TV show. What kind of actor do you want, boss? Oh, well, g give me the one who's the best actor. Okay, that's John. Also, give me one that looks like an elf. You know what? John kind of looks like an elf. Also, give me one who's read the books when they were a kid. You know what? John did that too. And finally, give me someone who was poor growing up as a kid. Oh, John was poor as hell. Sweet, okay, let's double check. So, John is black, right? Oh, no, no, John is white. Oh, well, never mind all that horse shit. Just give me a black actor. Okay, boss. Coming up on the Anti-Woke Podcast. I want to talk about my relationship with anti-woke channels on YouTube. So I started getting into the stuff in maybe 2019, and I've watched a bunch of the same people since then, but I'm I'm not watching it that much anymore. Like there's a couple uh, black YouTube channels that I was watching a bunch, um, Brandon Tatum and Anthony Brian Logan, if you want to look them up. And those are like black guys. I think they're both Trump supporters, or at least one of them is. And, you know, like I say, I'm not a Trump supporter, but it doesn't bother me if you are either. So it, that was fine. That's fine. And they don't talk about election fraud or stop the steal or any of that stuff. But I'm trying to think what they talk about. I don't know. The example that comes to my mind is about a year ago, there was a black kid who did a high school shooting, school shooting. He wasn't trying to kill a lot of people. He just, whatever. There was someone in the school he didn't like, and so he went in there and shot him, but they didn't die. And then the judge, uh, I think, let him out that day on parole. Like, you know, didn't spend night, a night in jail, which is, you know, pretty crazy for a school, you know, any sort of school shooting. I mean, hell, even bringing a gun into school, you'd think you might get one night in jail. But anyways, that's the kind of stuff that they'll talk about. But what I want to say about them is I used to watch a ton of their content. Um, but I just, uh, I'm not feeling it anymore. I don't dislike them. You know, the YouTube algorithm can tell. The YouTube algorithm will be like, hey, you want to watch some Anthony Bryan Logan? Hey, 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 look at me, look at me, look at me. And now it doesn't do that because I guess I haven't clicked on it that much. And so occasionally when there's like a, a better one, somehow the algorithm thinks this is a better one, it'll suggest it. And, uh, you know, maybe I'll watch it. And I'll say, you know, it, it's a little different. So that's YouTube. And then, you know, on podcasts, I listen to Glenn Row Lowry, uh, Coleman Hughes, um, John McWhorter, these are all black guys that either have their own podcast or appear on the other guy's podcast. And I'm still listening to like, Glenn and John. I'm listening to every freaking thing they ever say. And, you know, I'll tell you what, they only do it every other week. So I don't, I don't know. Maybe there's a sweet spot. You know, I, I release a podcast every day. Maybe that drives people off. It's too much. I don't know. And so, like, the podcast people, they're they're more reasonable. They're all, like, Ivy League educated and... A lot of them are Ivy League professors, I guess. Well, except for Coleman, anyways. You know, being internet famous is not where they get their money from, so they can they can tone it down a bit. Whereas if you're on YouTube, you know, you better have a good thumbnail picture. You better have a good clickbait headline. I guess I just want to say that. So, anti-woke black male podcasters, I'm still listening to them, but then anti-woke black male youtubers i'm not watching that stuff anymore and so for the, there you go dear listener if you ever did any of that stuff do you find yourself tapering off a bit i don't know i don't, I don't know if there's a trend or what's going on like you know maybe biden got into office and so it's it's probably you know 
it's something. It's the zeitgeist. It's the it's the vibe. It's the whatever that's going on in America is making some stuff seem more important and other stuff seem like, oh, I already heard that before. Um, and I don't know exactly how to explain it, but I think, I guess right now, I, I'm asking my, myself the question. I don't have the answer, but the question is, why is that stuff not so appealing and why do I not want to spend hours watching it anymore? Um, so I don't know. Something to keep an eye on. Then the other category of anti-woke stuff on YouTube that I watch is uh, people talking about movies and TV from an anti-woke perspective. I guess it's kind of interesting, but I think it makes sense. Like, if I'm going to listen to someone talk about race, I listen to black people. I listen to anti-woke black people because, you know, who know who knows what the hell you get if you get an anti-woke white person talking about race. I mean, what you might get is me. But other, other than me, I listen to black people just... It's more seemly and less unseemly. But when you're talking about pop culture, it's fine to have a white man talk. It's fine to watch a video of a white man, and that's what I do a lot. It's not all white men. I mean, there's there's black people, there's women. I was just thinking, I was trying to think, is there a black woman? There is a black woman. And for some reason, you want an anti-woke, pop culture critic black woman um, who's so freaking hot. Anyways, her name is Gothics, G-O-T-H-I-X. Gotta gotta have that X in there. But the whole anti-woke pop culture thing, it started, at least to my knowledge, it blew up. It blew the fuck up with uh, the Captain Marvel movie and how, you know, the Marvel movie and Brie Larson was like, I don't want to hear what no old white man has to say about blah, blah, blah. And little did she know, she, you know, uh, 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 stars were born, like... 10, 20 stars were born on YouTube where they just complained about that one time that Brie Larson said she doesn't care what an old white man has to say about a wrinkle in time. It's a long story. Actually, let's tell that story. So A Wrinkle in Time is a children's book from probably the 70s. When I was a kid, I effing loved that book. I loved it so much. And then there's this black lady director, Ava DuVernay, Gotta say it right, DuVernay. It ain't DuVernay. DuVernay. And I believe she did 12 Years a Slave, which to my, you know, I think it got Oscars. My understanding is it's a terrible movie to watch. Like, you know, if you want to sit out and watch something that you won't enjoy, then watch 12 Years a Slave. I mean, I never tried it because I'm, I'm, I, I'm, I guarantee you that's the experience. And I'm sure it's racist against white people, you know. Even though it's back in the old slave days, I'm sure she's like... Yeah, you can tell. You can, you modern-day white person can understand that you're the same as this evil slave master, or whatever. But anyways, this is before George Floyd, but it was already starting to get popular that, you know, whites are evil, men are evil, especially white men are evil. And so someone decided to, I think it might have been Disney, um, don't quote me on that one, they decided to make a movie version of A Wrinkle in Time. I think that, you know, the story of A Wrinkle in Time is like, I think it's in Britain, and there's a couple of... British kids, you know, what What race would a couple of British kids from the 70s be? Uh, yeah, you can guess. And they go to, whatever, it's like sci-fi and fantasy, and they, they go to another, you know, it's like it's kind of like, it's not Narnia, but anyways. Anyways, there's some uh, sci-fi and fantasy stuff happens. Magic and science, and uh, science aliens, or who knows what. But anyways, someone got the bright idea, you know, oh, you made 12 Years a Slave, a movie that... Says the white people are evil. Let's put you in charge of this classic children's book. And so she made a movie, and I think like Oprah is like a wizard or something. I don't know. Like she got out the diversity, equity, and inclusion club and just hit every 
part of that movie over the head with it. And I'm sure there's stuff in there that says that whites are evil and men are evil. And then for some reason, that's a long, crappy story. Anyways, for some reason, Brie Larson, who's the white woman who ended up being Captain Marvel for the Marvel movie, um, gave a speech at like a critics association or something, you know, a, a film association meeting. It wasn't the Oscars, but you get the idea. Big crowd. And for some reason, she said, I don't care what old men, old white men have to say about a wrinkle in time. Like, I don't think she's in the movie. Maybe she, I don't think she's in the movie. But anyways, she doesn't care what old white men have to say about a wrinkle in time. Oh, I should, I should say. So a wrinkle in time, like, so 12, year, 12 Years a Slave, I think it's a terrible movie, but everyone praised it to the high heavens because of the subject matter. White's bad, black's good, slavery bad, America bad, etc. Um, anyways, you know, people just, uh, they change their opinion. They're like, I hated that movie, but I'm going to give it five stars because of its subject matter. But then when A Wrinkle in Time came out, people, you know, it wasn't 12 Years a Slave. It wasn't about slavery. So people actually looked at it as, you know, how good a movie it is. And they're, you know, everyone, the audience and the critics all agreed it was a piece of shit. But a lot of critics are white men, so for some reason, Brie Larson is like, I don't care what old white men have to say about a wrinkle in time. It's not made for you. It's made for diverse young people. Something like that. That's not the exact quote, but it's pretty close. And she said one other thing. Oh, the other thing was she was not allowing white men to interview her for Marvel movie interviews on the press junket. So those two things created an entire industry. I mean, if you call... 10, 20, I don't know, you know, 10 to 100. I really don't know how many people got made a living, at least for a little while, off of criticizing Brie Larson and her comments. But on YouTube, you know, back when YouTube hadn't cracked down on that stuff for a little while. I think now the YouTube algorithm is like, oh, criticizing Brie Larson is racist, even though she's a smoking hot white woman. But at the time, they hadn't built that into the algorithm yet. And so for a while there, people just... I mean, literally every day, I'd, I'd watch, and I, 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 mean, I don't have a job now, but I really didn't have a job back then, and I would just watch, I don't know, a few hours of different people criticizing Brie Larson every single day, and every single day they'd make another video, and they'd get ads on the video, and they'd make a bunch of money. It was interesting. All right, that's enough of a shitty history lesson there, but so I still watch some of these people. I don't watch them that much. You know, I'm not watching... 10 of them and they make a video every single day and I watch all 10 of them. That's how it used to be. Let's mention some names. Um, there's a channel called Nerd Rotic. He's pretty good. He has a thing called Friday Night Tights. They all, all, all of the anti-woke um, pop culture people go on this thing called Friday Night Tights every Friday night or it's afternoon. Depends on where you live. You know, Eastern. I think it's, I think it's Eastern. Nighttime Eastern. That's a pretty good show. I mean, other names are Ryan Kennel, RK Outpost. A good one is Call Me Chato, C H A T O. Uh, he's not. He's not crazy. He's you know. He's he's not a Trump supporter. He's a. It's a Canadian take on anti woke stuff. Whatever. I'm sure no one's gonna watch any of this stuff. So I'll stop naming names. But you know, there's there's a number of them that I still watch sometimes, occasionally when I feel like it. Oh, I'm kind of liking Disparu lately. D I S P A R U. If you want a more intelligent guy, a guy who just has, he packs it with more information and less just talking. So you might check him out. 
Alright, so I think the reason why I've said what I've said up to this point was so I could get to this stuff, which is that... So Game of Thrones is coming out with a sequel. I mean, it's a prequel, but it's a, se- a prequel sequel. And uh, that's coming out this month. And then real soon, Lord of the Rings is coming out with a show on Amazon. So they're kind of similar, right? They're kind of like... Yeah, what are fantasy? Fantasy TV shows, streaming shows. And so that's what the anti-woke pop culture show uh, YouTube channels, they're all talking about. They're all talking about, they're mostly talking about Lord of the Rings, but they're also talking about um, Game of Thrones. I, th- I feel like people don't care about Game of Thrones that much anymore. I mean, I know I don't, but you know, I don't, I don't know about other people. I used to go to a Game of Thrones watch party like every... I don't know what, Saturday night or something. I used to go to, whatever night it was, I used to go to a watch party with a bunch of friends. We'd all get together and watch it. And anyways, obviously I don't do anything like that anymore. It's been years. I did, whatever. That's a long time ago. And so, in any case, like these shows have been in production for quite a while. uh, And so they're both woke. Like I think they did their casting, both shows. I think, you know, they started choosing the actors to play the roles right after George Floyd got murdered. And I can't prove this, but I think, you know, when they... George Floyd was murdered at uh, right almost exactly in the middle of 2020. And so in the first half of 2020, they're like, you know what, we're going to find actors to play roles. We're going to have an elf. We're going to have a zombie. We're going to have a whatever. And they're like, whatever. I think they, I think they were going to accept actors of any race. I mean, maybe even, maybe even, I don't know if they're, maybe even looking for white people if it's an elf or something, or else they're just like, find me the best person. But then George Floyd got murdered before they'd actually chosen who they were going to choose. And then they're like, okay, we need, you know, oh, we were about to have 10% of the people in this show be black people. We need, you know, we need to up that to half blacks, half black. (laughs) That's one of the guys, one of the guys on Friday Night Tights, his name is Quarter Black Garrett. And he's a guy who's quarter black, and I like him. I mean, he just he has he always has good comments. Anytime he says something, it's something something worth hearing. And so I think the the Game of Thrones show it's called House of the Dragons. It's about the blonde girl. If you watch Game of Thrones, the blonde girl who had the dragons. It's the history of her family, like from two hundred years previous. And so it's like white people with I don't know. I don't know if it's blonde. It's white. I think they have white hair actually. They're the Targaryens, and then apparently the other big family is the, I think the Venerians, Venerial, no, the Venerians, and all this stuff comes from a book where, whatever, where they're specifically described as white, and the story revolves around, I think one of the families is white with silver hair, and the other family is white with gold hair, and then... People are cheating, you know, women and men are cheating on their husbands and wives. And you can tell if they're cheating because all of a sudden you get the silver-haired family has a gold-haired child or something like that. But anyways, they've thrown that in the trash because it's not convenient after George Floyd got murdered. And so I believe the Venerians are now a black family. So I don't know. No one knows what will happen in the story. It's like, oh, you got a black kid. You, You cheated with a Venerian. And they're all black, but they got... I think they got the silver hair. Yeah. They're black with silver hair. The other one, oh, to, yeah, anyway, it doesn't matter. I'm like I've said before, if for some reason they make a really good show with good writing and you care about stuff, that's all that matters. But 
that's I don't know. For some reason, when you get into this, when you, the more woke you get, the more likely you are to have a bad show. I guess that's the answer. And so all the YouTube anti woke people are rooting for this show to just be a complete flop. And uh, me too. If you're like, man, we found this black guy. He's the greatest actor ever. We got to put him in here because otherwise we're turning down the greatest actor ever. I'd be like, sweet. That's the show I want to watch. But anyways, that is not why they're choosing black people. Anyways, and then the Lord of the Rings one that they've really been going, the YouTubers have been going crazy over. Um, it's the same thing. They had to cast people after George Floyd got murdered. Now all of a sudden you got uh, black elves, you got black dwarfs. I mean, like I say, it would actually, it would, it would just be like, whatever. Who cares if you got a black dwarf? You chose that actor because they're such a good actor, right? It's like, oh, hell no. We chose them because they're black. And it's a little tricky because I was, I was talking to Call Me Chato on Twitter. And it's like, you know, you, you, want, you want to have a diverse cast. But if you choose people based on, you know, talent, ability, meritocracy, uh, you're going to have a bunch of white people. You know, a bunch of white men, probably. So what do you do? Basically, you can't, you can't choose people based on merit, because otherwise you get a bunch of white men. So what do you do? Uh, you know, I mean, it's affirmative action. It's the classic conundrum of affirmative action. You get people who are less good at stuff, but you help out the uh, race and gender that you wanted to help out. And the Lord of the Rings people, they've been doing, like, press junkets. There's this, the San Diego Comic Con. That's the big one. That's the big dog, the old school one. Um... They went to that, which I think happened maybe a week ago, and then they got Stephen Colbert there to interview the people, the actors and the showrunners and directors and stuff. And I was watching a clip. Like, I don't know who thought this was a good idea, but he has, like, all the people who made the new Lord of the Rings up on a stage, and Stephen Colbert is there, and he's like, okay, let's do uh, Lord of the Rings trivia time. And he starts off with this guy. He's the black elf. He's You know, if you watch the trailer, he's very prominent. It looks like... The main person is a blonde woman, Gladriel. You might know her from the books and the movies. Anyways, and then there's a made-up black elf guy. And so Stephen Colbert like asks him. He doesn't go on too long. He asks him like a few questions about the Lord of the Rings. Anyways, that actor doesn't know anything about the Lord of the Rings. You know, he's whatever. He knows that he's in it, but he doesn't know anything about it. He hasn't read the books. He just doesn't know anything. Doesn't know anything about it. He's like, maybe you should ask someone else. And you ask him another question. Uh, you know, I'm, you know, why don't you ask another person? And so, basically, I don't know. Was, you know, was this guy chosen? Obviously, he was chosen because he's black. But anyways, was he chosen because he's a great actor? Maybe he's a great actor. But we know what he was not chosen for was, like, knowing anything about the Lord of the Rings. And then, you know, a bunch of the other actors are like, oh, yeah, I know what a hobbit is. And this guy's like, you know, what's a hobbit? He's like, never heard of it. What's an elf? Never heard of it. You're an elf. Uh, just ask someone else. So these YouTubers, they've been breaking down comment, like comment by comment, statement by statement of the people creating these Lord of the Rings uh, show. And they just, they just, they alternate between statements like, we love Tolkien, the creator of Lord of the Rings, and we're going to do stuff the way that he likes it. And then the next statement will be like, you know what? We got to do stuff the way that the world is today. You know, you know, basically like in America, there's Trump, there's the evil side that loves Trump, and there's the other side that's good. And so we got to represent that in the show. They don't say the word Trump, but I mean, they're literally saying there's a division in America, and we need to represent it. Stuff like that. 
And there's like a black lady dwarf who's like, I'm the first black lady dwarf that's ever existed. And then the YouTubers will bring up pictures and, you know, examples of, well, lady dwarfs. That's right. She says she's the first lady dwarf. She is the first black lady dwarf. <laughs> Anyways, she's like, I'm the first lady dwarf ever. And then the YouTubers will bring up all these examples where she ain't the first lady dwarf. Apparently, it wasn't in the Lord of the Rings trilogy, but it was in the Hobbit trilogy and in the books. I guess let's put it this way. I don't think anyone cares. You know, unless you're watching these YouTube channels, no one cares about how they're always, you know, slipping up and saying stuff that isn't true. You know, the way you know that they're saying a lie is because their next sentence will prove that the, what the previous sentence was a lie. Like, you know, you don't have to go out and do any research. They just, they're like, oh yeah, two plus two equals four. Oh, by the way, two plus two equals seven. And you're like, oh, you just, well, one of those is a lie. But anyways, it made me think of the people, you know, the casting director or whatever. Like, you know, so George Floyd got murdered. And then all of a sudden you got to cast the main male elf for the Lord of the Rings TV show. And I imagine the guy in charge tells you, he's like, okay, get me the best actor you can get. And the casting director comes back. He's like, oh, we found someone. This guy is a phenomenal actor. And, you know, the, the guy in charge looks at him, oh, you know, oh, he's white. Well, you know what? Uh, maybe acting isn't that important. Get me someone who looks like an elf. Like, uh, sorry, boss, it's the same guy. He's a phenomenal actor, and he looks like an elf. Like, well, okay, okay, maybe those aren't the criteria. Get me someone who really knows the Lord of the Rings literature. Like, dude, this guy's... Sorry, but sorry, boss, it's the same guy. This guy grew up reading it when he was a kid. All right, fine, never mind that stuff. Get me someone who grew up poor, just super poor. We want to help out poor people. We want to go by socioeconomic status. It's like... Okay, boss, I went and looked, but it's the same guy. It turns out his mom was a prostitute. He never knew his dad. And he lived in foster care after foster care home. And then eventually the boss is like, all right, fine, fuck, never mind any of that shit. Just give me a black person. I mean, fucking read between the lines, you dumbass. Twitter handle, at Anti-Woke Podcast, and thanks for listening.